This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about Marvel's movie Eternals, and fortune cookies. It's February 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and I'm joined this week by Linnea. Hello. And Evan. That's me. Welcome to you both. Let's start off our show with our pop culture references. Linnea, go first. <laughs> You're commanding me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't ask. Linnea, would you like to go first? Okay. My pop culture news is that, yeah, it was announced that on March 19th, the Owl House Season 2 is coming back. Oh, the like the second half of it? Yeah. Okay. We watched... Did we watch the whole first half, or did we, we only watch... We watched the whole first half. We did, okay. Mm-hmm. I, it feels like we only saw a few episodes, but maybe that's all there were. I think we watched all of them up to one point, and then maybe there were three that we didn't watch. But I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so it's coming out in March, huh? Mm-hmm. Nice. Ten days after my birthday. Okay. Well, we'll have to watch those, and then we can talk about season two of that show. Evan, what's your news? My news is that Roblox got hacked. And by Roblox, I mean multiple popular Roblox games got hacked by a specific person. Oh my gosh. Now, is this the thing you were talking about last week that we weren't supposed to worry about? Oh, no, no, it's not that. (laughs) But this infamous Roblox hacker called Tubers93, (laughs) that's their their account name, they hacked multiple Roblox games that are very popular and made lots of people scared. Made them scared? Yeah, that they were going to get hacked. Nobody actually got hacked throughout it. It's just the games did. So the games weren't working correctly? Well, th- just he changed things about the games. He, like, shouted out text and stuff like, oh, ha, ha, I hacked this game to all the servers. He didn't do anything, like, bad. He just kind of hacked the games. So is he going to be banned then? His account already is banned. But he's probably just doing it on a separate account, but nobody knows what that account is. So it's just hard for Roblox to figure out who to ban. Sounds good. My news, which I think I was telling to Evan, I can't remember if it was this morning or the other morning, uh, Lego is coming out with an N1 Starfighter based on the Mandalorian. That's pretty cool. Or if you couldn't tell, I like Legos. They're they're fun to play with. Has Lego already made an N1 Starfighter, is this, or is this going to be their first time? I'm not sure. They may have had an old one, but this one is is based on the Mandalorians yeah. one, the, or the one from the show. The it's from the book of Boba Fett, actually. I I keep calling it the Mandalorian, but it's from the book of Boba Fett. But uh, it's going to be all silver. Yeah, it's kind of silver and gray. It comes with the Mandalorian. It comes with that mechanic lady who I can't remember her name. It's like Milo Pita or some strange name like that. And it comes with a little Grogu. Imagine a Grogu Lego figure. How awesome is that? I guess you guys don't think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's awesome. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I grew up playing with Legos, so I, I get pretty excited when I see these cool new sets. That's it for our news. Now on to the main topic of today's show. Marvel's The Eternals. So, last night we hunkered down for about two and a half hours and watched Marvel's <laughs> Eternals. Right off the bat, give me your, some of your thoughts about the show. I, uh, there were some points where it was confusing and some points where it was interesting. I thought the beginning was, it was like Star Wars at the beginning. 
This is just like a bunch of like exposition like falling down the screen. Yeah, I feel like the first 20 or 30 minutes were kind of just exposition. I thought that there was a lot of characters and it was I could only remember the names of Cersei and Icarus and Sprite and Athena and then I don't remember anyone else's names. Yeah. I don't even know if they told us the name. Oh, wait, I remember Ajax, too. I don't even remember if they told us the name of that really fast girl. (laughs) If they do, I don't remember anything about that. I believe her name was Makari. I thought there were way too many characters to keep track of. So we had ten, I believe, when the movie started. And we'll just say we're not going to give away any spoilers. So we'll say there were ten Eternals. And... I was thinking about movies, you know, when we have the Avengers, right, which is a team, except we got to know them all individually. We started with a movie with Iron Man, a movie with Captain America, so we got to know all these people individually. Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, that it was a team movie, but we started with Star-Lord, right, and then gradually we were introduced to a few other people there's on the team. Like, there's they only had, five main characters in Guardians of the Galaxy. And they had time to introduce every character, like... We got to see Drax and his backstory. Then we got to see Rocket and Groot and their backstory. And we just got to see all of them over time, which was way better than just, like, showing them all immediately at the start. Also, the characters in Guardians of the Galaxy are each so, like, distinct and unique looking. Like, they're all a bit different in their species. Right, yeah, and here, everyone, everyone's a human. They all have the same sort of shiny outfits, different colors. But, yeah, I, I found it pretty hard to really care about any of them mm-hmm. that much. Not that I didn't want to. I thought some of them were, were pretty cool, but it was hard to get to know any of them, uh, especially uh, uh, the one you're talking about, Evan Makari. I felt like she barely had any role in the movie at all. Yeah, we we just saw her at the start for a while. She did stuff, and then we did not see her for like another two hours, and then in the like last 15 minutes we saw her again. Yeah, we saw her again, and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, at one point in the movie, I kept thinking, where is that other lady who we saw, and why isn't why aren't they tracking her down? And- there are multiple shots of like them all together in a team, and every time I saw one of those shots, I was like, oh, is this the team that originally started? And then they were like, oh, we got to find this person now. And I was like, not? Uh, I guess not. Yeah, it took them the whole movie just to get everyone together. I feel like they should have gotten everyone together halfway through so we could see their dynamic as a group. So I guess it's safe to say we all felt that there were too many characters. Yeah. It was For like sure. they, they would find one character, explain to them that, yeah, this person's dead, now we have to save the world. And then they would eventually come, and then it would just be another person. It, it, would just, it was just the same thing over and over. Another thing about this movie is that we jumped around a lot in time. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah. I feel like at some point I missed one of the things where it told you that it was in a different time. So I was just like, saw it and I was like, what? I I don't, what, how did this start happening? Yeah, there was just kind of a lot of flashbacks. Some of the flashbacks were like really, really long and then some of them were short. I feel like some of them are also just unnecessary. Yeah. Do you think it would have worked better if they had told it in a more linear fashion rather than jumping around so much? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if they were to introduce the entire past first or just to include all the past in like one big 
time instead of spreading it all out, it would be way more easier to understand. I suppose they wanted to keep some things hidden or mysterious, but I found a lot of the jumping around... I mean, I, I guess I know why they did it, but I wish it would have happened fewer times throughout the movie. I think it was less mysterious and more confusing. More confusing to the viewer? Yeah. Trying to avoid spoilers. Being a superhero movie, well, we have to have villains, right? Mm -hmm. And what did you think of the villains or villain or uh, the thing they were working against? I, <laughs> what are your thoughts on the antagonist of, of this movie? It kind of reminded me a lot of the cluster in Steven Universe. <laughs> you know, the giant hand oh, bursting uh -huh. out from the center of the earth. My big issue with this movie is that... I felt we didn't really have a villain. I mean, uh, not not a not a villain with a face that we could say, "Oh, that's the bad guy." But there were just too many partially wishy-washy sort of. Well, this is a bad guy, and this is maybe a bad guy, and that. And then there's this. Oh, mate, look over here. Maybe this guy is bad, and <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure. And then at one point, the bad guys are fighting each other the bad guys and then yeah. what well and then that's like well no we're the bad guys and it's like no this is just <laughs> and i think that you know I'm, I'm sure they're going for oh well there's nuance and we all can't be good and we all can't be bad except at the same time this is a superhero movie we need something to fight against and it just to me it just felt so wishy-washy yeah also at one point there's just like this plot twist and i feel like the plot twist just completely came out of nowhere do you guys feel the same about that not getting spoilers about yeah. it yeah I didn't like that that much. They're just like, I don't know. There was nothing leading up to the conclusion about that plot twist. It was just like, it's kind of like the one in Frozen. You know, just Hans is the nice guy the entire movie. And then, wow, all of a sudden he's a bad guy. It's, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I think that goes back to the, the back and forth in time. Because at one point we were watching it and there was a, there was a character that died, and I thought, oh, here's a big plot hole. Why doesn't X happen? And then another hour later, and we go back in time six days, and then we see that, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, now now I'm getting the information that before I was, like, really confused, thinking this is a big plot hole. Well, you know, it wasn't a plot hole. It's just we didn't have the information. Yeah, you know, it's hard to explain, again, without giving spoilers. So if they would have told it in chronological order, I guess we would have known certain things beforehand. But at the same time, it just didn't feel that honest to me. Mm -hmm. You could have like kept a bunch of them all together, like a bunch of the flashbacks all together, and then like maybe had like one or two later on in the movie just for a bit of a plot twist. But still, it's just so confusing. Something you liked about the movie? I thought like the the way it looked was really cool. Yeah, I liked how the deviants looked. They were really interesting. They looked like things from Stranger Things. Yeah, I guess they they it looks it looks like they're just made of veins, just like multiple veins. I liked all the scenes where it was like showing the universes and the galaxies being created. <laughs> it felt like I was dreaming or something. I enjoyed the cinematography. I thought it was very good. The imagery was lush and inviting, and we got to see places in the past, like the the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, which was supposedly one of the seven wonders of the world, and so that was kind of cool to see and visualize, and so I enjoyed that. All right, something 
that you thought could have been better? I wish that there were less characters and that the characters were like more distinct and had more personality so we could like them more. I feel like they could have had each character have its own like part of the movie where they got to be introduced specifically. Yeah, I think one of the things for me is just the length of the movie. It felt really long. Yeah, it was really long. And I think it could have been edited. I don't know. You probably could have edited out a good 30 minutes, and I don't think it would have changed that much. That would be my uh, biggest thing, trying to improve on it. So what did you think of the effects in the movie? For example, so these Eternals, they all had, I don't know if you want to call it magic or energy or something, but these sort of spindly light kind of effects that they had. What did you think of those? A lot of them are pretty good. Some of them weren't as good, but I think they did it pretty well most of the time. Yeah, I thought that it was pretty. <laughs> the laser eyes kind of scared me. <laughs> the laser eyes, yeah. I actually, I really enjoyed the the effects of the, I don't know, the little, little glowing pencil lines that would form into things like yeah, spears and shields and and uh, and fast us when he was making items and that, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Okay, so this being a Marvel superhero movie, was there enough action? Was there too much? What did you think of the action parts of the movie? Mm, I thought that. Action scenes were okay. I don't know. It didn't really stand out to me that much because there's, like, action in every Marvel movie. Yeah, it's it's like a normal Marvel movie. There's enough action for it to be considered a superhero movie. But I feel like... I, I feel like there was just some things missing in it. Like, also, what, da- what you said earlier, Dad, about how there are too much, like, villains and heroes and it's hard to tell the difference between them some of the action scenes i feel like went on like really really long like it felt like hours and then some action scenes just felt really short (laughs) i felt the action in this movie was was a bit flat i just couldn't really get excited about any of it the whole ending i don't know i just felt like oh we've seen something like this before and it's been better and hmm, i don't know yeah i was i was disappointed so, did you have a favorite of the Eternals? Well, I had a favorite character, but it's not the Eternals. <laughs> it's the camera guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he was funny. I, I liked him the best because he just didn't know what was happening, but he was just there for the ride, and he was helping everybody out. Yeah, I guess that's one thing we should talk about, too, is, is the humor. You, did, did you find this movie funny at all? At some points. I would say it would be funny. It was like the kind of funny that's funny in my head, but like I wouldn't laugh out loud. I like, except for that one scene where it's like no one's noticing that the guy's traveling through time or like never aging. Yeah, Kingo? Yeah. Yeah, I I found most of the humor in this movie came from Kingo, uh, who is played by, he's played by Kamal Nanjani. I enjoyed his character. I enjoyed the, the humor in it, finding finding the humor in the in the show. So yeah, that that was a good part that I enjoyed. It I think it could have used more maybe or or just lighter. I don't know if this movie was really trying to be more dramatic, but it just again, it just it needs something and I can't quite put my finger on it. For me, probably the most funniest part about the movie is the predictions that I made like before so- stuff happened. Like 
at the start of the movie when all of them were separating, I was like, oh, one of them's probably going to be like some kind of famous actor. That's a spoiler. Is it that big of a spoiler, Linnea? You spoiled it. We don't know which one is going to be a famous actor, though. But now everyone knows that one of them is going to be a famous actor. <laughs> does that really matter, though? It does. All right, so if you could have any one of their powers of the of the ten, which, which power would you like? I think Cersei's power would be really cool. Like, I've never, I've never seen a kind of power like that where it's, like, turning one kind of matter into a different kind of matter. Like, I thought that'd be cool. Like, if I'm eating something and I'm like, actually, no, I want to eat fried chicken. I can just do that. <laughs> uh, mine would probably be... I mean, flying and shooting lasers out of your eyes is pretty helpful. And he seemed, it seemed like he could fly pretty fast, so... That, that's nice power. I guess in, in our modern-day world, I've really never had to fight people, so I think I'd probably go with uh, Fastos's power of just being super intelligent and being able to make cool creations. I think, I think that'd be kind of a neat power to have. Any uh, other thoughts that you two want to bring up about this movie? Not really. Yeah. I, I've kind of said everything I needed to. Uh, I, I do like Fastos. He's, he's probably a good... He's my favorite Eternal, probably. Because he, I feel like in the short time that he was on screen, he got a lot of, like, character backstory, which is what I wanted with every one of them. Like, he got pretty fleshed out. We got to see a lot of parts of him. It, it was pretty good. Yeah, I guess I don't know if I said my favorite Eternal. I, I actually think I like Sprite the best. I thought she was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I kept wondering... Boy, it's hard to talk about without spoilers. So Sprite appears as a young girl, young woman, compared to all the others who are adults. And I kept wondering, all right, if if like Kevin Feige says, you know, the Eternals are going to be this main part of going forward in Phase 4, how are they going to deal with Sprite? Because the young actor is going to grow up. And and I guess I, I at the end of the movie, yep, that was dealt with. So I guess that'll make sense. I don't know, I... I thought I thought the actor did a good job playing Sprite. I, I enjoyed her performance. Yeah. I think they definitely got the right person for Sprite because she did very good. You could tell emotion and stuff like that. It, it was very defined. All right. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate Marvel's Eternals? 6.75. I'll give it a 5 out of 5, because for me it just felt like an average Marvel movie. A 5 out of 5? No, 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 a 5 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I was also going to give it a 5 out of 10. It just, it just felt pretty average to me. I really wanted to like it, and there were parts of the movie that I did like, but then there were other parts that I just felt like I wanted to look at my watch and say, why is this taking so long? And... And some of this seems predictable, and some of this I've seen before. And then, But then there'd be a beautiful shot of cinematography, and be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then there'd be a cool effect shot. Oh, that's cool. And then it'd just be back to this long exposition. Like, no, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, I, just average for me. So, yeah, 5 out of 10. Okay, now that you're going hard on it, I'm going to go hard on that, too. <laughs> so I'm going to make a, <laughs> a 5 out of 10. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Peer pressure. <laughs> I guess I was using my mind control on you like Druig. No. 
he he's he could just like save everyone. He could have just walked up to Thanos and fixed every problem in the world. The the actor who plays Druig, I, every time I saw him on screen, I kept thinking he was Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> like, hey, Cameron, there, and he's mind controlling people. Cool. <laughs> Is that something Cameron would do, though? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, well, so that's it for our uh, review of Marvel's Eternals. Now it's time for fortune cookies. Fortune cookies. So my fortune is go above and beyond you duty. You will benefit from it. I think there's they meant to say your go above and beyond your duty, but it just says you duty. Go above and beyond you duty. Yeah, it's just a typo. It happens. <laughs> my fortune is good to begin well, better to end well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my fortune is if you speak honestly, everyone will listen. All right, and do you? I try. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) uh, So, was my fortune really funny or what? Why? (laughs) No explanation? Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Lunchbox Reaction. We hope you've enjoyed our little preview of, or not preview, review of the Eternals. Thank you to my co-host, Evan. That is I. And Linnea. Goodbye. And you can find us on the web at lunchboxreaction.net. You can find us on Twitter at lunchboxreaction. As always, we'd love to hear from you. You can drop us a line at our website. There's a contact us page. Other than that, we hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you next week at the lunch table. So long.